Alrighty, alrighty, folks. Welcome to episode two of Waves on the Shore. That's right, Cyrus. You can suck it because it is Waves on the Shore, and I'm really happy about it, and so is Jaded. Jaded, what do you have to say? Where's my f***? Oh, my God. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> Please tell me I don't have to run that back. You could, you could just censor. Just censor. Just, just, no, just, just put, like, an ant. Just, like, either yeah, cut it or bleep it. it. Yeah, but bleep it, bleep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we're off to a good start. That was great. Oh, okay. What are we going to talk about? We're talking about, in this episode, we'll be talking about that new Alan Jackson album, the Olivia Rodrigo album, and, gosh, the Blake Shelton album. Now, this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, yeah, it is, it is. I'm excited. I'm we'll excited. probably end up talking about 30 other things, but those are the three topics we're going to start with talking about in the oh, beginning, sure. so... Where do we want to kick it off? Which, which? Okay, how about album? this? Let's do uh, let's do the Blake Blake Shelton album first. Then let's do that. Who wants to open? I'll get my thoughts. I'll get my thoughts. I have listened to this album. <laughs> I'm t- I'm spacing on the name of it. Like that's how body that's language. <laughs> body language. That's what it is. <laughs> like this, it's I don't know, bro. This Blake Shelton album. I don't even know what to think of it, bro. Okay, so let me just. I've listened to it like three or four times, and there's like a couple songs that have stuck out to me. This this is super frustrating for me because I actually really like Blake, just as like a guy, and I like I a couple of his songs are like guilty pleasures, and some of them I genuinely like. But like off of this album, I actually don't mind Happy Anywhere. I don't really know how other people feel about that because I feel like people I don't know. I feel like I haven't really heard. It, it grew on me in the context of the album. I'll say that. Okay. Well, I always enjoyed. The instrumentation on it more than the lyrics. Oh yeah, I think it was just I was kind of tired of hearing uh, Gwen Stefani. I will honest. say that I think the uh, title track is garbage. And <laughs> Bible verses is solid. Uh, just like, look I'm at just, its track list. It's trying to find yeah, something I am, good. I am because like it's like this just felt this felt okay. It's just an okay album, and I think Minimum Wage is all right. Uh, honestly, I think I I think Happy Anywhere. Bible verses and now I I actually kind of liked now I don't it's a little weird but and this the girl can't help it and there's so many cliche songs on this album too like corn the girl can't help it neon time they're just it's there's so I clearly thought a lot higher this album than you I, yeah I, I don't hate it it's just so many of these songs I was just kind of like I think it's just it just, Blake's... I just felt like it was Blake doing safe stuff which is yeah for me for I think I feel. the issue the issue I ran into most on this album, and depending oh. on when this goes up, my review's either out or not. Um, but one of my main issues with this album was the fact that obviously Blake didn't write any of these songs, but these are not meant to be cut by like uh, some of these songs are not meant to be cut by like a fifty year old man. With oh, all yeah. due respect, body language. To be honest, I didn't mind it, but it's just. I don't want to hear it from Blake. Like, give that yeah. to a younger artist. Or, like, it's the exact same thing when Now I Don't. I really... I liked the sound, even though they are a little more out there, a little more R&B with those two songs. Mm-hmm. I really liked the sound of both of them. I thought Now I Don't had a great oh, hook. I will say. But I just don't want to... I just don't want to hear that from Blake Shelton. And, like, I'm sorry. 
when he says the word sex, I don't want to hear that coming out of Blake <laughs> yeah, Shelton's that, mouth. Like, like, no, no, you're like 50, bro. Yeah, like, okay, I okay, so that's so I actually like now I don't, but it's that verse, it's that line, and whatever I think it's like the second verse or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like right before the where, second chorus. He says that, and I'm just like, okay, let's not exactly. <laughs> let's, it's, just, it's like the creepy old guy. On the end it of the feels, street, it's like it just feels not good. I don't know. It just doesn't sound good either. I like, fully um, agree. It doesn't come off right. Um, but you said like corn was really cheesy. I'm like I corn might be it. my corn might be my favorite say, one. Well, I didn't say it was bad. I just I I thought it was cliche. That's fair. And it's a little checklisty, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it's fun. Yeah, like it's out definitely... of all of the songs on here, I I it was one of the ones I had the most fun listening to. Mm-hmm. I think. My favorite songs are probably Monday Morning Missing You was good, but I think my top three after like whatever two or three listens so far, it's got to be like Corn, Making It Up As You Go, and Neon Time. Like you said, Neon Time as well. I just thought that felt like I don't know. I mean, it's that beachy feel. Oh no, no. But I, I those are the three that stuck out to me. If I'm being honest, lyrics on this album don't stand out very much and when they do it's often for the wrong reasons like on now i don't in terms of the sound i think even though it's not like uber country the whole time there are like very country songs on here but there's also hey, Jada, cutting a in fair here share of just kind of that we were having exploring out other genres i think it yeah. sounds good, good, good on the whole it's just talking to it, the, it like, falls apart discussion. when you actually like but while i was trying to get things working on my end the guys apparently got up to some other discussion which is what you'll be hearing now by the way i edit these so you know, just 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 claiming my cred. Okay, uh, listen to that. New Migos album coming soon. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. That's the thing. I don't. I don't avoid like hip hop and rap and stuff like that. It just kind of. We're gonna spark some conversation. I do. Uh, I do keep up with the hip hop rap scene, and you know what? Though you haven't heard it, I'm just assuming you haven't heard it. First single from it, very Migos, but at the same time, it sounds uh-huh. like solid Migos as opposed to Culture Two, which is just like, let's make a lot of bad songs and let's put them together. So <laughs> that's how I would say culture one. This is so here. Here's how the Migos went. Mm-hmm. This could low key be a funny intermission if we keep this in like while Jaded's trying to reconnect. <laughs> yeah. So here, Technical here's the difficult. here's the Migos timeline, right? First onto the scene, had a few mixtapes, dropped culture one instant classic. Still my go to when I'm playing Rocket League. And, you know, it's that very Migos in the sense that uh, still my go-to on played rock. It is, it Sorry. is, bro. When I'm when I'm tearing up twelve-year-olds, and I got T-shirt going in the background. So they drop Culture One, instant classic. Lots of great songs you, on there. Very hip hoppy. Hello, Jaded. Yeah, we're talking you, with them. Y'all aren't y'all aren't cutting out at all now. Okay, all right, sweet. Good. Let me finish okay, my so timeline of the Migos. We're, we're, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Culture Two, uh-huh. like I said, uh, combination. They just basically. Everything that made Culture One good, throw it out the window. Make a bunch of weird songs that sound more fit for 
if a Latin trap artist had a child with a little baby or something like that. Some weird combination that doesn't work. Make them terribly sequenced. Don't flow together. Put it to, You got culture two. And now culture three is on the way. And that's the Migos timeline as told by Overshore. So, mm-hmm. and now Jaded's back, so we can talk about country music. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I wanna real quick. I actually used to. The only real hip hop I listened to is NF. This was like a couple years back, like freshman sophomore year. So this was like four or five years ago. And uh, I listened to NF, and I listened to early Geezy, like his like his first couple albums and EPs. Yeah, I was never huge on Geezy, but I definitely went through like a, got a good. song called Downtown that I like. I know what you're talking about, Hard yeah. There's a Hard good two time. years where I listened to NF a lot, but then it kind of fell off. But I don't know if, did you listen to his Clouds mixtape? I haven't, so I listened to a ton of NF, probably like you, and then I believe it was his Perception album was the last one that I really was like, when it came out, I like listened to it. I mm-hmm. haven't listened to his The Search album, and I haven't listened to his Clouds mixtape. Don't go but, for The Search yeah. album, that was a waste of time. I disagree heavily. I like the search album, but the Klausmix tape I think is I think it's kind of in the middle of the road. Time uh, Time is like the only one of the only good songs on the search. Although on the Clouds mixtape. No. Yeah. But don't at me Therapy Sessions is his best album. There's not a debate. What? Therapy Sessions is his best album. Oh, 100%. But I love Therapy Sessions. I like Mansion a little bit better though. Mm, no, I'll still go for Therapy Sessions. I think Session, it's close. But... But story where i was getting story on the clouds mixtape if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to one song from the clouds yeah, story, no, story it's the one i keep going back to i'm not gonna say anything because like there is a genuine like plot to follow and i honestly don't want to spoil it but like story worth your while i really like yeah i can agree with that so are we gonna i think it I think it's a bit mediocre for nf though like overall yeah overall i mean oh what was the one hold on let me pull it up what was but the I one song that was just a mess? Oh, uh, bro, the one with the one with Hobson? Nope. Nope. Oh, really? I wasn't a big fan of it. It was like, like story, that. prideful. That's but a yeah, joke. Yeah. Was okay. Pay my, my dues whole, my... is all right. <laughs> every single every single song, pretty much, was just me. Like, eh, that's pretty good. They're all pretty similar. Like, they all sounded very similar, mm-hmm. but. Bro, I don't think they. I don't think they sounded similar. I think they were just. They, they were all produced by the same person. I think. I think they all just kind of sounded like they belonged together. Mm-hmm. Bro, I remember when Mansion was like his most popular song way back in the day. What when it was like his only song? <laughs> huh? No, I was just making a joke of how it's like the older. Oh, when it was only. Well, I mean, yeah. even when Therapy Session was out for a while. It, yeah, Mansion was still. You big. could still say it was his most popular. Until it... Perception came out, and then and then you have. Uh, let you down and lie and some other songs jaded now that you are you're back difficulties are gone blake shelton's album how are you feeling man that album sure does exist <laughs> there it is. <laughs> none of it n- none of it stuck with me none of it yeah so it like, sounds okay wait 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 bible okay. verses like i, I just just I, I'm not religious, but I feel like that song was really like sounded genuine, and I think his delivery like had emotion in it, so I think that's pretty okay. But just the rest of the album is just like, yeah, okay, that's that that happened. Fair enough. I mean, I thought honestly, out of the like out of all the albums I've been listening to lately, and there's been a bunch, whether it's for better or for worse, 
a lot, like a high concentration of these songs stuck with me. Like they either were stuck in my head or I just remembered them. Like a lot of times I listen to an album, it's like the second time back, I completely forget what they all are. But whereas this one, it's like after one listen, I could tell you like what 90% of them were. They just, I don't know. I, I can't explain why, but just something about them stuck with me again, for better or for worse. Probably could name two songs from that. Yeah. Album. So like, I'm looking at the track list right now. I vaguely remember what you're doing tomorrow have some type having some type of like play off of like it's like midnight or it's like mm -hmm. or something i vaguely remember that i don't even, i couldn't tell you what the flow i couldn't even <laughs> i have no idea it starts off talking. super poppy and then it turns into like yeah. a one that's just like oh you gotta roll with oh, the flow whatever. monday morning oh. missing you was super disappointing for me for me because it just reminded me of monday morning merle and that song is goaded yeah i i i thought that as well it just and, and monday morning missing you is like not on the not level of monday morning merle so yeah i was just kind of like okay uh making it up as you go i don't even i don't remember. i like I that one had it had a fun it... like yeah oh bro corn gets stuck in your head corn did not get stuck in my head at all the flow kind of did the chorus actually did a little bit hmm. yeah I, I, I thought it was kind of like the I thought it was kind of like daddish like the lyrics in general but of corn <laughs> of corn no, no, of, uh, oh, I flow. love that oh the flow? The flow I mean but I think I think that's what Blake should be going for at this point in his career he shouldn't yeah. be acting like a twenty year old picking up girls in a bar He's gotta be he should be a dad and... like yeah, I would stepdad I would no. exactly I would much prefer like a a cringy dad joke song or songs like that if he's gonna make a dumb song i'd rather have a cringy dad joke song than now i don't because like the fact of the matter is blake's like 50 years old now he's not 25 yeah but, didn't he... yeah, but like i guess like uh what was, what was... <laughs> there's <Reynolds>. another sensor <laughs> no i'm gonna i'm just gonna cut what that whole that <laughs> I forgot Miranda Lambert's name. That kind of happened somewhat recently. So I, I, I feel like he, he's a little bit justified. What happened recently? Not recently, but somewhat recently. Miranda Lambert. I feel like they're both Are you so talking about the Miranda Lambert thing? That happened in like 2011. That was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, but we're both still milking it. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't... I wouldn't say either of them are still milking it. I get what you're saying, but like Miranda had the the weight of these wings album and that was literally her milking that that was and that was also her way of coping with it i'm not trying to make it seem like she only did <laughs> money grab um yeah no and that was a really uh, it was a solid album but i don't know i feel like blake moved on a long time ago and people try to paint him as like kind of a villain in that whole thing and it's just like just leave blake alone and let him sing about corn sex Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's singing about that a lot more than he is corn. Yeah. Um, I feel like his voice is really wasted on those kind of songs, too, though. Yeah, like, honestly, his, I, like, I really enjoyed Blake's voice. Like, his, like, loud, screamy type voice. Not, it's not screamy at all. I don't... Uh, he's just loud. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's powerful. His just loud voice is very, very compelling, and I feel like he needs to use that more. Mm -hmm. Like, he, but, like so, he does it well in God's Country. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, like, like, if he put out, like, a really, like, really heartfelt like heartbreak song where he just goes in the chorus I feel like she like... wouldn't be mine or no sorry she yeah, wouldn't yeah. be gone yeah, yeah. I, I i i feel like that would be a lot better than what this is and it's just like a lot of forgettable songs i can get where he, that he just where he kind of sings it like with sort of emotionless delivery 
Well, I think there's also like there's a gap when you don't write the songs. Like you didn't I'm it's not I'm not saying you have to write all your songs, but like there is that missing level of emotion where if you write a song, you know what went into it. You know the meaning behind it. Whereas like if you just cut a song someone else wrote, you can kind of like you can fill the blank with like your life experiences to fit that song and then try and sing through that emotion, but it's it's not the same when you don't write your songs. And Blake's never written like too many of his songs, but like he wrote none here. Like not a single one. Not even a co Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't like cut one of his own like a, even a co-write in a while if i remember he had like correctly. two or something on a text he on used to write more a lot earlier in his career mm -hmm. but now yeah, he's we'll, just kind of we'll, coasting we'll, we'll probably end up talking about uh like how legitimate artists artists are that don't uh write their own songs or produce or whatever at some point yeah, well, i don't know I if think... you want to do that right now <sighs> no we want that's to a right whole now. that's a whole other topic i think yeah So, and I can see I can see both sides of that argument too. That's the thing. So yeah. So general consensus, it it's it's decent. It's an album. It's an album. It's there. <laughs> it's out for you to listen to. Make of it what you will. I clearly thought a little more positive than these guys, but general consensus yeah. is it's an album. I think it's. Yeah, a, I mean, I think it's a fun it, listen. There's not like any atrocious songs on here. Yeah, so that. Oh, that's a good point. There's no like. There's no dumpster fires that you're like, oh my god. Yeah. There's no uh, new truck. Yeah. Well, okay. I feel. I feel like. I feel Although, like neon time. I feel like neon time is just so generic to the point. Of oh, being get but... server muted. No, <laughs> he's gone. Me and while well, I think while you were gone, <laughs> while you were gone, me and Evan were literally talking about how we actually kind of liked neon time. Evan, Evan more than me though. Evan more than me. I really liked really? it. Yeah. I it's, disagree it's just strongly. Fun... It's a little beachy, right? If yeah. I remember correctly. I but me and Evan are beachy people. I love Ernest. I go I listen to that oh, album. Oh no. I love that I, album. I listen to that album like multiple times a week. Thank you. No, no, no. Yes. It's not even that groovy though. It's it's there's Should so I sort of read him better. again. No, no. It's not <laughs> I'm not going to edit your podcast on. <laughs> Bro. Continue, continue. <laughs> So many more groovy songs out there. This is just nothing. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I understand. It's it's just it's a fun beachy song, and yes, it's generic. Did you guys listen to the uh, on the topic of beachy songs? Did you guys listen to the new Old Dominion song? Um, I heard it came out. I know that it exists. It's in the. It's in the new Music Friday for this week, and I would like to strongly recommend. Especially okay. if you're a beachy person, like one of my favorite Damn. Old Dominion songs I've heard in a long time. Hey, I'm actually going to the beach in a week and a half, so I go to Yo, the beach. Yo, recording like, not, a not podcast while I'm at the beach would be sick. That would be sick. I could actually do that with you as well, because like not to flex on you guys, but I I was at the beach today. I well, was you at have the beach a, yesterday. A I'm I, actually going. That's a that's a beach, Zach. Bro, you see the no, size it of these. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't be, uh, the, the lakes are massive that's true but well, these like, are thick the, lakes it's like this is waves. gonna be like i'm going to florida so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more tropical can i there come with some, you there's gonna be some eligible honeys honestly i wouldn't care like Bro, if you can sneak me out of the country if, take me with this, you 
I'm done in Canada. And then in a couple years, if this if this really picks up and we're still podcasting and stuff, we'll take a group trip out and we'll do a live podcast and we'll just have to and we'll record it, but we'll just have to black out where you're sitting on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, if anyone wants to sneak me out of the country into Florida or Texas, that'd be much appreciated because I'm still in lockdown and I am till June 2nd. And I'd now like to take this moment to quickly just voice my opinion on our reopening plan. And I say that with air quotations because this reopening plan, in a best case scenario, I can eat in a restaurant at the end of August. This is Overshores Canada. Bro, I'm so done. I'm done with this country. Look, it was about syrup and Canadians. This time it's about the the lockdown. Look, I. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take my moment. I'm going to take my moment because. Look, what is happening in my country? I don't know. Ontario reopening plan. This is not reopening plan. This is reopening in August. Like, okay, so stage one. They like their stages here. Stage one, 60% of adults with one dose. I just want to remind you, Texas opened up with 12% and saw no sizable increase. 60% of adults with one dose, outdoors, Uh, outdoors first with limited, well-managed crowding and permitting restricted retail. So we can have an outdoor gathering of up to 10 people, outdoor dining for up to four people, essential retail at 25%, non-essential at 15, blah, 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 blah. But somehow day camps can open. Stage two, and there has to be a minimum of 21 days in between each stage. 70% of people with one dose, 20 fully vaccinated. Larger outdoor gatherings, up to 25 people. Small indoor gatherings of five people. So my family, we can have outdoor dining of six people. Non-essential retail at 25. Look at us go. These are big numbers. Just keep in mind that like every other state is selling at arenas. But you know, stage three, 80% of adults with one dose, 25 fully vaccinated. Like, bro, how many do you need? How many vaccinations do you need? I don't even know if 80% of people are going to get the vaccine, let alone have... Okay, so here we go. Ready? Larger Sorry. indoor and outdoor gatherings. No number, right? They, they're probably just going to come out and say like 26, right? Indoor mm-hmm. dining, finally. So again, in a best case scenario, I can eat in a restaurant in the middle of August. And this is after Doug Ford came out and said, we're going to make the summer look as normal as possible, which was his justification for extending the lockdown by a month and a half, Right? Like, I've been in lock. by the time we're out of this, I will have been in lockdown for two and a half months, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't exclude the lockdown at the start of the year. So once that's up, right, larger indoor religious services, whatever, indoor meeting event spaces, other outdoor activities from step two permitted to operate indoors. So, and then there's nothing past that. So I guess we're just going to be at stage three forever. We're never going to have more than 25 people outside. We're never going to go to a sporting event ever. So this is why if anyone wants to sneak me out of the country, into Florida, into Texas, I will, if you will welcome me with open arms, I will jump into those open arms. I've had it up to here. (laughs) That's, That's my rant of the day. I'm done now. I just wanted to voice my extreme displeasure with my country. So... Mm. You have my sympathy. Well, like, Come to Indiana, I'll accept you. <sighs> Packing my bags to Indiana then. Like, really quickly. We we'll do border a, we, we border a lake. We border one of the Great Lakes. Swimming over. Kayaking over. <laughs> you don't need to. Find me on my kayak. Um, 
So, sorry, I just went. Uh, I I just went got some toast. You know, took a little bit of a nap. You know, just to rejuvenate. You, you still on this or not? <laughs> this guy. All right, we can we can we can move on. I needed to get that out of the way, especially since uh, Jaded's gonna have his moment in a bit. Um, we can move on. Biggest album of the year. I think the greatest album of all time, from the greatest musician of all time, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Are there any objections to her being the greatest artist of all time? Okay, I have an objection, and I would like to make a statement. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I would like to preface that statement with this statement, and then is I will this, say this. Are, are you announcing lockdowns or what? <laughs> like Doug Ford. No. no, no, no. So first, first, first off, before I listened to this album, I had heard of Driver's License, and that's it. I hadn't listened to it. I'd heard, like, snippets of it, and people have raved about it. And I've heard people complain about it, it being overplayed, but I was, since it's overplayed, it's probably good. Yada, 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 whatever. But how I perceived her was from, I actually watch the High School Musical, the musical, the series show on Disney+. Plus. It's like a guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> and so she's a big, she's one of the two big characters of that. And so that's how I knew her. So I hadn't actually heard her music before. So I was, were, going into this album, I was just worried that like, the writing wasn't going to be good and that there wasn't going to be like a i wanted confidence i wanted like a like i just wanted i wanted i wanted a, uh, like a statement i wanted it to like have a vibe you know like i wanted mm-hmm. i wanted things out of this and i was not expecting to get that and when i listened to this album i was very pleasantly surprised yeah um, i agree i mean to clarify and, before i yeah. move forward i just want to say obviously joking in the sense that not the greatest album of all time, not the, but I also don't want that to come off as like an insult that it's trash. I think it could be one of the best albums of the year across all genres. I, I think it, it was it was very solid. I I don't know about album of the year. I think maybe maybe in its maybe in its respective, uh, you know what? Maybe in its respective genre of like pop or like maybe yeah, I, I it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be under pop, but I could see that. It was definitely solid, though. Like, a listen that I would recommend. But, yeah. Like, it, it's it's definitely weird, though. Because, like, she's so... She's become so massive that I feel kind of funny listening to it. Because, I don't know. I feel like I should not be listening to it if I'm not, like, a, a 13-year-old girl. But, well, that, okay, so objectively speaking, I'll... it's really good. You you go. Yeah. Okay, so I want to, like, explain where this album took me. Because when I've listened to... I listened to it for the first time yesterday. And when I played the first song, I was like, huh, okay. And I accidentally had it on shuffle, so Good For You is the sixth track I played next. And I was like, wait a second. This uh, right. But I finished enough. listening to it anyway, and then I went back to the second song. But so when I heard Good For You, I was like, I really like this. It had like a, it gave me like, like mid 2000s, just like, like it had shades of just like rock and like sassy punk rock. And like, Have you, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt me, you. And it, it made me feel like. I was listening to like an old Taylor Swift album. I'm gonna is, quickly interrupt yeah, here for a second. Yeah. Cause I, I I didn't know this. I'm not into the rock and roll scene. But mm-hmm. uh my friends were talking about it. They were saying how like there's these comparisons to a Paramore song. I didn't know who Paramore was. You don't, you don't know, know who Paramore, Paramore is? is? No. I know who Paramore is. So my brother listens to Paramore a lot. So misery business. If you get a chance after yes. the podcast. If you listen to Misery Business and then listen to Good For You, yeah, there yeah, yeah, there yeah. is a shady amount yeah. of uh, similarities there. But yeah, I do think no, I do think Good For You is good. To both of those songs. 
I'm yeah. sorry. Wait, pause. I lived a full life. Hold on. I'm a, I'm a very big Paramore fan. Like, I don't know. Like, it okay. took me... This album reminded me a lot of the Taylor Swift songs that I just grew up listening to. Like, mm-hmm. the ones... It's got and, that 2000s but, teenager but vibe. I will say, I actually, like, I really enjoyed this. I was really... I just really enjoyed it. My only, like... I don't really have a negative, except that, like, it seems like... Well, it's an 11-track album. It seemed like eight of the tracks out of 11 were, like, about a guy that... I think 11 of 11 were. Well, not... Hope You're Okay is not exactly... Not exactly, but... And then... Yeah, maybe the rest of them are, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. That was... That's my criticism. Yeah. I'm not going to review it, but... It was just a lot of all of that. And I was like, well, we could hit some other... We could maybe just hit, like, some other topics just a little bit, maybe? Mm-hmm. I, I do think, like... But I enjoyed it. Yeah, as far as, like, pop music goes, this was solid. And I I had a completely different introduction to Olivia because I didn't know she was an actor. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, because I don't, okay, I don't listen, watch TV listen, shows. I need, to, I need to jump in now. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a perfect seg- segue. This... Okay, this is... I think it's funny because actually both of you kind of have like a sort of weird external connection to it. I also do because this is a breakup album and you're really getting to know me like this podcast. I'm currently oh. going through a breakup. Oh, here we go. So, here so we like, go. This, 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 this <laughs> hit me and I can understand and I can understand mm. like if you don't like it because like, yeah, it's every, pretty much every song has those shades in it and, and a lot of those songs are just that. But it's it's really been describing a lot of what I'm going through currently. <laughs> I can so, see that. I've, I've really been enjoying it. Honestly, yeah, actually, sorry. Okay, okay. Well, I'm actually, I'm not going through a breakup right now, but I'm not gonna go into it. But there's some, there's been some drama recently in my life. But <laughs> a woman, a woman that I, in my past, was recently was not recently was dating like five or six months ago, and it's just kind of, I'm just tired of it i guess and this album just kind of was giving off that kind of vibes i can see that i mean what i was gonna say is i think i'd be a lot more like vocally or like i'd be a lot less ashamed to talk really highly of this album if it didn't have the reputation it does just because i feel like as a 17 year old boy just naturally i should not be sitting here like loving I olivia rodrigo like it, it should it, it's definitely going to be a guilty pleasure i can say that because i did nah, really I, enjoy the I, album but if it wasn't olivia rodrigo i'd mm-hmm. be talking way more about it but i don't know maybe, i just maybe. feel there's just this cultural like awkwardness if i come out and say like man this album was freaking awesome because it's like yeah it, it's one of those things it's like it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing yeah well okay so i see what you're saying but for me yeah, I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure. Like, I'm probably going to keep coming back to this album. Oh, I will, too. Things. It's just I'm not going to talk well, about it that much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, like, and that's that's partially... I grew up listening to music kind of like this. Like, mm-hmm. but the only difference being that those albums that I would listen to weren't all just about, like, breakups with a boy. <laughs> yeah. But they were very similar. And, like, I... I've always been vocal about, like, enjoyed, like, old Taylor Swift and, like, I've always enjoyed some Paramore songs and like other stuff like that. So it's like this just kind of like was a blend of some stuff that I really enjoyed when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I still enjoy. So I gotta ask, like, what what's what's the favorite songs? What's your Good favorite you. songs on here? Good and, for you. Um, even though it's so similar to Paramore, I just think it's I like Good for You and maybe Hope You're Okay. 
And I yeah. also like one one step forward, three steps back because it, it. I don't know. I think it's a good. It might not be uh, like the content might not be exactly different than the rest of the songs, but uh, sonically, I think it's. Mm-hmm. A good I agree. Break. I think, I think this album did an incredible job at the singles because, like, when I look at the singles, "Driver's License," "Stage Vu," "Good for You," those I think are the top three songs on the thing. And yeah, so I mean, good choices on the people for picking those songs. But I mean, driver's license. I, I said on my Instagram, like, if it didn't get so popular, it wouldn't be so hated because it's only being overhated yeah. because it was overloved in the beginning. But yeah, it's it a it's a really solid song. And then, I'm, and I'm so glad that I didn't listen to driver's license before this because mm-hmm. I just got to enjoy the full album without having heard like actually any of the songs. Once. Yeah, that that's fair. I mean, and and I think for me, driver's license. I've heard it like four or five times now, and i enjoy it i i like it it's a good song i think my favorite um, so i i I, when i say i hate this lyric i don't actually hate it i i'm just saying that i hate it because like i relate to it and it makes me angry like this like when i go to work i have to drive past someone's neighborhood (laughs) yeah i know what you mean like every time and it's not fun i know what you mean (laughs) I mean, yeah. for me, in terms of favorites, I said singles. It's it's three, four, five, six, not in that order. But those four songs are the strongest, in my opinion. I think my favorite is Deja Vu. Oh, that I run, mean, a strong run. It, it is a very I'm strong to Deja run. Vu right now, actually. I love. This is something Cyrus said in his review, and it was a criticism. But he said like it's a it's not an objectively like bad thing. It's just personal taste. He didn't like it. Because uh, he said that fuzzy quality Deja Vu has on the oh, complete the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah on the complete like opposite side. I I, I like that part. It's it's what yeah. makes me love that song so much. I think it's it, almost it's, got yeah. like old school, like old school Frank Ocean kind of, hmm. kind of in a way. And then I'm trying to think of other comparisons, but there's there's not many. That's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. But yeah, I bro, people are blowing fireworks off. Every, all night, okay? <laughs> Last night, too, I was trying to sit at Tim Hortons. Not in it, because we're not allowed to do that. So, me and my friends, we sit in the car wash <laughs> behind the Tims. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, I'm just trying to enjoy my Tim Hortons, talk to my friends. Just bang, 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 bang. It's May long weekend. It's not even a big occasion. Like, every day. Like, they're shooting off them from the free, middle of the road. Free, hashtag free Canada. Free me, bro. Free <laughs> Get me out. Why are you blowing... F- like, it was kind of cool over the lake and stuff. But it's like, they're blowing them off two streets down. All <laughs> night. And it's like, they did it the they did it on the, the Friday night. They did it last night. They're doing it tonight. I swear if they do it tomorrow, I'm going to just, like, shoot my own fireworks that, like, spell out, like, <laughs> shut up or something in the sky. Drive but, past their house and fire some bottle rockets out the window of your house. <laughs> real quick, on the topic of the sky, um, this is very off topic, but I just want to point this out. Do you guys know like what on, Elon... On the topic of the sky. <laughs> yeah, wait, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> Did you guys know about the Elon Musk Starlink thing? Uh, the, 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 the title sounds... So sounds it's like his, his uh, cellular Wi-Fi things. He's, he's mm-hmm. putting a bunch of mini satellites in the sky so you can have internet everywhere. Right? Okay. I was unaware of this. Do you know how... I, I don't think... I say this with confidence. I don't think I've ever been as terrified in my life as last night. Because me... 
my family had some people over for a fire mm-hmm. and um they were out there and my mom was like get out here you got to see this right i go outside and alien invasion was happening bro yes because i look up in the sky and there's like 50 stars all moving in a perfectly straight line in sync like and look it sounds dumb you think right you think like oh aliens don't exist whatever but in that moment when you don't know what it is you're sitting there seeing something that is clearly not a coincidence you're not going to see 50 plus stars moving at the same pace in a exactly straight line i Mm. was horrified and then everyone was kind of like that's that's not that's scary so my my brother googled it and we found it was elon musk and it's like of course anything of course it was elon but i just had to that's why it was on the topic of the sky i had to point that out because like i haven't been that terrified in a while well it depends like you can i think you can look up when it goes over you but yeah it kind of looked like a white balloon no it just looked like stars it just looked like stars that were like in a perfect straight straight line line. like there was like a there was a helicopter that just like flew over where I lived and it dropped like one and it looked like a white balloon. I was like, dog, is that gonna like go off? Yo, homie, is that a nuke? Okay. Um Okay, so back to back to music. Did we have any last thoughts on Olivia Rodrigo? I oh, general um oh yeah. I highly recommend high school musical, the musical series. I don't have Disney Plus. Watch so. on Disney Plus. My favorite, my favorite song from there is Trader. Actually, sorry, I gotta specify how you watch the, this show. Um, unless you're like me and grew up actually like watching High School Musical as like a guilty pleasure, you're probably not gonna enjoy this alone. So I would recommend watching it with like one or two friends so that you can laugh at it because it's actually really funny. But you better not be watching like... with a friend in Ontario because you'd be breaking COVID rules and Gosh. I will call the police on you because it's the True right Canada. thing to do. It's the right thing. <laughs> I'm helping, bro. Like, if you bro. call the police. I mean, no one cares about the rules here, but if you call the police on, like, people hanging out, like, you're not, Mm -hmm. you're not doing the right thing, okay? Mm -hmm. You're being an a-hole. Stop. But we're, we're, I'm done talking about COVID. I cannot bring it up anymore. I think general consensus, Olivia Rodrigo, very solid Mm -hmm. album, surprisingly solid. Um, I did not expect that good of an album from her. I'm not going to lie. And like, I I really didn't. Maybe not an album of the year, but. But a very strong album at minimum. Um, and then we have we have Alan Jackson's album, his super long album. I'm just gonna open by saying like that is intimidating to listen to. Like I'm actually surprised. I listened through it like I think twice, but the one time was like in sections because I don't just have an hour and a half uninterrupted. Yeah. But I think the the hard part for me listening to this album. Like, yeah, it's, it's all good country music, whatever. But, like, when you look at an album like Dangerous, with a similar runtime, more tracks. but There's more tracks in a similar amount of runtime, so you're getting more variation. Whereas a lot of these songs are in between four and five minutes, and they're a lot of the same sounding thing. And yes. in Dangerous, like, I'm just using Dangerous as an example because it's a close comparison. They're both, yeah, but they're both pretty big. They're both super long. But with Dangerous, A, you have side a and side b again just Mm -hmm. divides it up so you can have many like it it just makes it more approachable and with morgan he explored more sounds for better or for worse yeah Yeah, for better or for worse but in terms of like listening straight through an album even if i didn't like some of the songs on dangerous 
I I enjoyed that listen much more because this album from Alan Jackson is so freaking long. It's like, mm-hmm. when do I have an hour and twenty three minutes? Long. When I listen to Dangerous, it doesn't feel long. But when no. I listen to this, it just keeps it going feels on. Feels like it's taking forever, and that's frustrating because I really wanted to like this. And th- th- there's, that's the thing. There's not a song in here that I didn't like. I like how they sound. They just all sound the same to me. Yeah. It, well, it's too much of anything's bad. Yeah, too much of anything um, is bad. That that's but that's it, what I would say. To, that's how yeah. I would sum up my opinion on this album. Is that it's mm-hmm. really good music, but like in terms of an album, like how often am I going to go back to this? Only like the few that stood out to me, but not many ended up standing out because they all sort of started feeling falling into the same category because it's so long. <laughs> I don't know that those are that's yeah. my like surface thoughts on it. Yeah, but there were good. I mean, it, it's good music though. The only I really don't have a ton to say about this because you basically said a lot of what I say was going to say. I mean, but like, I mean, maybe like if I'm trying to think of one that stuck out, I remember liking where the cottonwood grows. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how I remember liking how it sounded. But if I'm gonna be real with you, probably once I got past the tenth track, I started like, I probably I don't remember any of the it's songs a blur. On the last it's a blur. This. I mean, yeah, I I do remember. I think I remember listening to I Do. Well, I know I listened to it, but I'm trying to think if I can remember what it was. But <laughs> I, a, a standout would probably be, from what I can remember, <laughs> a standout would be, uh, I think I, I enjoyed Where Her Heart Has Always Been, track mm-hmm. nine. That's a good one. And I enjoyed Where the Cottonwood Grows. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Where Have You Gone, the title track is honestly pretty solid. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great storytelling in here. I just think it kind of, again, too, yeah, much of anything, too much of anything's bad, but lots of good I, storytelling. I think it should have just been two albums, like, release a second. You should have just cut 11 al- songs here, then just save the rest, the next 11 for another album in a year. That's exactly. Cool. That's how I think, because, like, Alan Jackson's not going to be putting out an album every year, like, because he's not in his prime anymore. So it's like, why wouldn't you just save this for later? For me, Beer 10, I love the, uh, the crowd chants. Where he's like, it's beer 10, beer 10, waiting for Whiskey 30, whatever. I don't know. I haven't heard that, like, that crowd chant in a song in a while, but I was reminded of how fun it is. And then, so, I mean, the final two, beer 10, the older I get, I found that a really interesting one where he says, like, if there was a fountain of youth, I wouldn't drink a drop. Mm -hmm. And I I found that thought really interesting because I'm always sitting here like, I do not want to age. Like, time can stop. And I would be perfectly happy. So it's interesting to mm. it's interesting to hear somebody because a lot of old people often say like, "Oh, I wish I could be young again." But Alan's out here saying, well, like, "If they discovered a fountain of youth, I wouldn't drink a drop." And that's the truth. That's what he says. I think. Well, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, and I think that just depends on. I mean, everybody's different, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's gonna. But I mean, I mean, it might sound weird to some people, but like, I look forward to growing older, especially like seeing like my parents are old my parents are older than me and my grandparents my dad's 60 61 maybe uh, sometimes i forget <laughs> but um and my mom's like 59 mm-hmm. um but like so i can see i get to see a lot of older people i guess in my life yeah but i i'm excited for what the future holds but yeah at the same time i also don't want to grow up but at the same time i can't wait to not have to worry about things that i have to worry about now i want to worry about other things you know? yeah i definitely understand that i mean that makes sense. i just even if i like 
yeah, it does make sense. Even if I don't necessarily agree with him, I still found it a really, like, a cool compelling one, idea. yeah. It makes you think. Now, I think for me, one of the big things is, like, not wanting to grow up. And I, I don't mean to bring it back to COVID. Like, I, I'm bringing this back only, like, because it makes sense in this scenario. And I'm not going to go on, a, on like, some, another COVID rant. But seriously speaking, right, I've just had, like, you know, 50% of my high school career and counting has just been Yeah, ripped out of my hands. for sure. So it's like, I don't want to grow up because I, I don't think I've been young yet. And I don't want to, Mm like... -hmm. Oh, Like, that makes I, sense. Yeah. I don't want to grow up and not know what it was like to be young. Not like if I don't miss being a high school student because I never got to be like, I don't want to grow old. I, I'd love Yeah. Like, for I didn't time even go to to stop. my graduation senior year. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I don't I don't want to miss that stuff. So it's like, I don't want to grow up because I still have a lot of a lot of living to do while I'm I young get that. that I'm not getting to do. And so it's like, that's why I'm always so ticked off with the lockdown extensions, because it's like, That's actually, just open up like I like I, that I want you, to be young. I like that you brought that up. I actually had a good conversation with one of my closest friends. Her name is, oh, actually I won't. I just won't name, I won't name drop. It's whatever. Yeah. But like that was about two months ago. And I remember her talking about how she's married Mm -hmm. and she doesn't regret getting married. She's, she's enjoying it. And she's enjoying figuring out with her husband who I'm good friends with. And, but she's at the same time, <clears throat> we're having, the, this is one of those conversations that like you stay up to like 4am, like, you, like you're talking for a long time. And uh, she was just telling me about how she's just thought about like, what if we just hadn't gotten married and just kept dating? Like, cause like, cause like there's a part of like, there's a part of that youth that you can hold on to where you like, cause she got kind of thrust into like, just a life happened and she's got a lot of responsibilities right now <laughs> yeah and she got married young and there's just a lot going on and so, so she misses she wants she she wishes sometimes that she had less of that you know so yeah like i really like that uh <laughs> i really like that perspective that that jacks the alan jackson hits in the last track yeah it's i like it's that just i don't know it's those existential ideas that i sometimes think are the coolest all right um jaded i think is Oh, I just want to say before, before this kicks off, because I, I don't know what's about to go down, but I know what's about to go down. Um, I just want to say like a few issues I had specifically back. I did not like that track at all. Like, here's the thing. Where, uh, where have you gone? Right. That's I don't saying even remember like, back, so I have nothing to say about it. yeah, well, where have you gone is like all oh, country music. Where have you gone? Where's the soft steel? That's done in a cool way. I like that. back is just bad in my opinion like it's alan jackson saying like back i'm bringing country back and then just lists everything like it like if thomas rett released that song he would be trashed for it He'll be like crucified. maybe like oh 100 like maybe thomas's would sound a little newer But, like, Alan, okay, so Alan has some old production, and I defend production a lot. Like, when it comes to production versus lyrics, I'm very open in saying that I think the sound of music is more important than lyrics. Obviously, that's just my opinion. But, Uh-huh. For sure. like, don't tell us you're bringing country back. Just bring it back. And, like, the, I'm sorry, Alan Jackson, with all due respect, you aren't bringing country back. The fact of the matter is, you, you owned the town in, like, the 90s and 2000s. You were the king of the crop, but like you're not Cream of the crop. in cream of the, cream of the crop.
you're not, he's not in his prime anymore. That's the fact of the matter. And so it's like, you're, he's not going to change. This album's not going to shift the momentum of country. Like the song back says it is like, I'm bringing country back. This, it's, this is how we do it. We're going to get it right. We're going to set it straight. Like Haggard would want. And it's just like, no, you're not. And it's just, don't, don't tell us they're bringing country back. Just do it. And where is, I'm pulling up the lyrics. Cause it's just like, this is how it goes. Like, um, my mic is just directly in front of my monitor. Uh, tomatoes on the vine. Last week's clothes drying on the line. Mama in the kitchen. Daddy down the hall. Bourbon on the table. Jesus on the wall. It's like back. I'm bringing country back. Back where it belongs. Back on track. I think old Hank would like it like that. I got my boots. Oh. I got my hat. I'm bringing country I back. I remember the song now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry. It, it sounds fine. It sounds fine. And I defend the sound a lot, like I said. But this is just annoying to be honest with you because it's like yeah. no alan jackson at your age you're not bringing country back i respect you as a legend of the genre but this song just yeah. annoyed me because it's like no it's just a well, waste actually, i don't know okay real quick i know we need Jay. we need to bro hear he's me. going so quiet he's loading up for this he's I loading know, up. i love that it's it's like silent on it is right <laughs> in his end right now but i will say real quick i remember forget if somebody put it in the discord or what but i saw that he, Alan Jackson oh, was, made like what a he said. or something. Yeah. And then Randy Travis, uh, w- like, basically was like, I'm sorry, sorry, old friend, but there's like, he like, and then he like added like Luke Combs and was like, these guys are doing it right. And then there's like Riley Green and some other people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was kind of cool. I was like, imagine, imagine Randy Travis defending your arm, your honor against Alan Jackson on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I was honestly. That exact thing I was debating Randy making Travis, a short yeah. a short video on. And I haven't I haven't like closed off the idea to making a video about it, but I found that remark interesting. It did spark like I have an idea sheet where I just like list down all my ideas for videos, and that mm-hmm. exact tweet sparked like at least three or four ideas. I don't know if I'm gonna make a video on it now, but yes, yeah, so so jaded. I'm gonna now introduce you because yeah, you've name. you've gone you've gone quiet during this Alan Jackson He's discussion because you uh you you told me before that you had a you had something prepared for when we talked about alan jackson I, I, we don't know what all, this is this, but this is, this is all off the cuff i didn't prepare anything i just we, you, you said you, you said you were gonna you had a little bit of a thing prepared not prepared, he knows what he's gonna like, rant about. you know what you're gonna yeah so i know what's you've gone very quiet during this alan jackson so we're gonna give you the spotlight go go nuts i'm gonna preface this with a couple of things so I, I want to point out first, my opinion is my own. I don't, I don't claim <laughs> this is to, uh, <laughs> we know where this is going I don't, now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't claim to be right about anything. It is the end all be all bow. That is also true. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I'm absolutely 100% correct about, and I will take no debate about is that whiskey my way is awful, but Okay, we're getting off track. Go keep going. Made me muted. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Okay. I would also like to say, I'm, I have, before this, I had just never gone out of my way to listen to a Alan Jackson album wholly. I've listened to a lot of Alan Jackson songs. I grew up on Alan Jackson, but I've never listened to a complete album. I'm just going to say, And people, they talk about this man like he's a god. Oh, so no, when I going. got so when I got into this album, that's where he's going with this. 
<laughs> so when I got into this album, I was like, okay, okay, let's see what all the fuss is about. And then, you know, I was seeing that in my head, and then my man, my man doubled down. He was like, dog, country music is trash right now. And then he was like, I'm going to bring country back, man. So once I heard, where have you gone? I was expecting a lot. I was expecting, yeah, he, Alan Jackson, he's coming in. You know, he hasn't, made, he hasn't released an album in six years. He's coming in. He's about to, he's about to show us all how it's done. You know, you know what we got, dog? Oh, boy. We, we, we got 20 songs that sound 21. exactly... 21. <laughs> it's 21. It's 21 songs. Oh, you true. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> to his point, to be honest, continue. We got 21 songs yeah. that sound exactly the same. And we got six songs that is just entirely filler. We could find these exact songs on other albums from the time. <laughs> or on the album. Like, to the point of Where Have You Gone and Back. Those are, like, the same song. It's just one's done really well and one's obnoxious. So and Also, like, if, if you're like, dog, I miss all these sounds. I really do. We have so many artists right now that are making these sounds. And plus, for the 80s and 90s, dog, everyone was doing these sounds. There's 10,000 albums out right now that you could go listen to that have these that have these sounds in them and plus i'm, I'm like bring this. it down i'm like I'm gonna bring it down. <laughs> i have said on this podcast before that <laughs> no sorry no edmonton my edmonton oilers right they were winning right we we're down to hockey okay i just got a notification on my phone right pause your rant for a second Right, a big right turn into the. So we just hit the divider on the Edmonton Oilers, right? Yeah, I need a second. I've been cheering for these boys for too long. We're up. We're we're sorry. We're down two nothing in the series. We come out guns blazing, win the first period. We're up like four one at one point or four two. Then they tied it. It's four four. We just lost in overtime. Now we're down 3-0 in a series, and I understand that the Winnipeg Jets are good. But come on, there's no way that we're going to go this whole season just to get swept in the first round. I just got that notification on my phone. Who scored it? Who scored it? Who scored this OT winner? Pause. No. No, 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 no. I probably clipped my mic like 80 times through this. No, you're fine. It didn't clip? I'm surprised. Who scored this game winner? Why is my app not loading? Bruh. Who scored this? The last three minutes have been a roller coaster. Nikolai Ehlers, all right? <laughs> Nikolai Ehlers, if you're listening to this, like, I don't respect you as a person, all right? You're an oh, untalented man. hockey player. I disrespect you heavily. Just let my Oilers win a single game, okay? We had two of the highest scoring players all season, McDavid and Drysdale. You've never seen a duo like this in the league. How are you going to sweep them in the first round? Just let my team go somewhere. We've been trash for my whole life. I understand this. And I understand that we're probably still trash. But, like... Back to Alan Jackson. Continue your rant. I'm sorry. Okay. I've said on this podcast before, <laughs> I'm just personally, I'm not super compelled by the sound. And I understand, like, if you, if, if you really, really love the 90s sound, it's like, yeah, I haven't heard, like, an album like this in so long. Well, first of all, dog, you just, like, go listen to other albums. But okay, that's fine. You can listen. 21 songs, they all sound the same. Cool. Good for you. But, you know, man, I really... There are some really good songs on here lyrically, but man, a lot of these—they're just so—they're just so plain. A lot of these songs are just very, very cookie cutter. There's, there's, no, there's no words that you wouldn't expect. There's very little assonance. There's—I don't. 
I don't. I haven't. I didn't look before this to see if Alan Jackson wrote them all. I, you know, I have a feeling I, he co- at least co-wrote most of them. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, okay. I don't. I'm not gonna say all. But uh, he had no. ten years to make this, so he he better have written co- co-wrote all of them. <laughs> and that, that's another thing too. You're releasing 21 songs. Why do you need filler? You could just release a, like a really solid fourteen track. There's no, I do not Good. believe. That I'd he's settle passionate. for ten. I think ten would be great. <laughs> I'm not convinced that he's passionate about all these songs. A lot of these songs lack any passion. He he just threw them in. He wrote them and he's like, oh, I guess like you know I gotta do something. Well, he just threw them in. I will say, sorry, that like, like like that Blake Shelton album. Uh, I don't think any of these songs are atrocious, except for maybe Beck, but Beck is just kind of like... Okay. The, sonically, it's fine, but the, the lyrics are kind of... Mm-hmm. Listen, I wouldn't be this well, far on it. If really it was, quickly. If, if, no, 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 oh. no. If, <laughs> if it wasn't for the statement he was trying to make, no, right? If, if it wasn't for him saying, yo, yeah. this is how you do it. This is how... this I'm I got country back. When we've already had five years of, like, of neo-traditionalism making a comeback... Dog, this isn't you. You're old. You haven't made anything, dog. This is this has nothing to do with you. The future is now, old man. Oh, uh, this is is funny. I mean, you do raise a fair point though, and it's one thing I do. I if any, I mean, this is, yeah. country music content creators are listening to this. I dibs this idea. I'm just gonna say one of the things that sparked from Alan Jackson's tweet is that. I don't think country music's that bad right now. I don't think we need saviors in it. I think it's in a good uh-huh. spot right now. Could it be in a better spot? Yes, but like wait, 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 Jaded wait, wait, wait. said, oh. I want to. You said you said I don't think we need saviors. I don't think we. I want to like. So I don't think we need like self-proclaimed. Saviors. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the doing. thing. Well, exactly. He's like, like self-proclaiming, like like Luke Combs, right? He came in great yeah. for country music. But he didn't yeah. come in saying, I'm going to save country music. He just did yeah. it. That's what I'm saying with he back. Don't yeah. don't tell us. But it's one thing where, like, music is going to progress in all genres. And I'm not going to get too deep into this because this is something I'm going to talk about in a separate video later. But, like, I understand country is, like, the, the roots of country music are the fact that it is traditional. But genres progress. Music progresses. And J- I think Jade had said it perfectly. If you want that 90s country sound, listen to 90s country. Yeah. Like, because there is a... The the music world is different today in the sense that you can listen to any song that's ever been released for 10 bucks a month. It's like, I bet you there's a lot of 90s country albums, 90s country albums that those people haven't listened to. So I'm not... <laughs> I don't necessarily feel as strongly as uh, my man Jaded over here. In the sense, yeah, I'm not exactly fully on that side, but I think there is some merit to the fact that people, when they come in and say like, "Well, it's not, it's not exactly like the '90s, therefore it's bad." It's like, well, if you hate the music coming out of today, then just listen to the music of the time you like, because there's probably like I bet those people who are saying that like there's they probably only listen to maximum 15 percent of the music from that time because there's so much music. Go explore. I encourage people to like. Listen to all sorts of music, but I don't, I'm not sitting here like whining about the state of country music because Sam Hunt did a pop crossover. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, okay. This is a perfect, this is a perfect, um, all right. All right. 
<laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't, Go this ahead. is a perfect transition. I'm sorry, my brain's not really working right now. <laughs> it's on cooldown mode. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's about to come back again, probably. Um, everyone who who was like, if you like came into this album, like, yo, I hate radio, and I'm gonna be real with you. So do I, dog. I don't like radio. I don't listen to country radio because most of it I don't like. But first of all, if you're saying we don't have any traditionalism in country, we do. We have a we have lot plenty. of it. It's very, it's very popular right now. And second, if you're if you're on the other side and you're saying music, like country music lyrics like, isn't like what like it once was. First of all, you're not going to find that great of lyricism on this album. You're just not. There's some good songs, like some really good songs. Go to, go to the indie scene. Go to the folk scene. Go go to the Americana scene. If you want to find... Go to Canada. No, I, I highly encourage you to not. You can dip into our musical scene, but you don't want to Virtually right go now. to Canada. Virtually from the comfort of your home without a mascot, <laughs> visit Canada online. <laughs> Disclaimer, continue. If you want to find really good lyricism, that's where you need to look. I'm gonna be real with you. If if that's what you say you want in music, and you and you really really like this album, I have three ideas. Either oh, no. one, you're just really you're just really focusing on like the good songs, and I it's okay. I, I get it. Because there are good instances I, of solid songwriting on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm there's probably like two or three songs I'm gonna come back to, on this album. And like yeah, that's okay. If you, if you're saying this is like really really saving country, and by the way, I'm not claiming that this isn't better than like a lot of the albums that are put out today. I'm not yeah. saying that because it is like it's it's yeah, not okay. like the on thing a is, whole different. It's not on yeah. a whole different level, but like it's 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 a step above for sure. Yeah, here here jaded. But like without the narrative, like if this narrative that uh, Alan Jackson has been pushing wasn't there. I think we can both agree, or we can all agree, that, like... Seven out of ten. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, without the narrative that's being pushed, it's it's a solid album, but it's just annoying that, like, it's just, like, why are, okay. you, why are you doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why, Alan? So, the, the two other possibilities that I see is... Oh, no. You just haven't, like, heard these really, really good song, song writers, and, you know, that's okay. Like, I... Like five years ago, I would have had no idea who you were talking about if you talked about Jason Isbell, right? But that's that, that's okay. Like I, I would encourage you to go listen to them if, you, if that's really what you claim to want. But if not, dog, you're 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 either just like blinded by nostalgia or you're just lying. This is not there. I can I cannot believe that there is people out there that are saying that this is just some masterpiece of songwriting. It's just it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. It, it's genuinely not and this is not saving country music this is not just like on a whole different <laughs> this is even. emotional bro he's 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 into this I'm, I, listen i'm a very emotional person and I, right I, when, okay. when when he, when he was like yo i'm bringing country back as someone who's really passionate about yeah. this group this genre and this hand basket of genres i yeah that elicited yeah. A strong emotional. It seemed like a weird time for him to do it too. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe 2014, Alan. Maybe that. Was even it. like 20, even like 2016, no. when the like pop fusion started really infesting, that makes sense. Yeah. But if anything, like country's been trending in a better and better direction lately. Yeah. In the well, really quickly, I I, I want to back myself so- up here. In the mainstream, it's been getting better because 
there is a thing where like mainstream might not be what it was a while ago and mainstream might not be the best country music that's out there but there's a lot of incredible country music on the internet you just have to find it and i understand that there is a thing of like well the good country music should be the pinnacle of the genre and i I agree with that i don't think people like dustin lynch should be the poster boys of country music but it's not that it's not out there it's just not being played on the radio which we all know radio is dying like it's a dying form of media so i i i'm definitely not as uh i'm definitely not as far on the one side as as jaded but there's a lot of there's a lot of merit to there's a lot of merit to what he's saying in the sense that like it's not it's not going to save country music in all with all due respect to alan i just want to put this out there because i I said like i got emotional when he when he said that like he was going to save country music you know he was bringing it back i'm going to be super real with you even if it like I'm not a huge traditional fan. I like I, I like the sound quite a lot, but you know it's not it's not it's not what I would go to just like when I'm just kind of like wanting to listen to something unless I really had a, just a random urge. Jada, to earn your like, just to like back you up for a second, when he says he doesn't go to traditional all the time, uh, that doesn't mean he's like you know Dan and Shay Stan. Like he's more oh, of a no. he's more of a Zach Bryan. Guy. More acoustic, right? Yeah. More more an acoustic indie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. so people don't think you're putting like pop country on a pedestal in traditional country. No, 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 no. Of course not. No. Like my like <laughs> my course. favorite my my favorite my favorite sound is just like a guitar and a voice and then maybe a drum. So wait, I can argue. I ask you quickly something? So what? Did you did you listen and if you did, what were your thoughts on the Marfa tapes? What? The Marfa tapes. Oh, I love the Marfa tapes. We should have talked about the Marfa tapes. We are talking about them right now. We're we can, it. we can, you know what? We got a little bit of time. We got a little bit of time. If we can wrap this oh, out. No, 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 wait. Real quick. Before if we, we wrap do this, this out, really up, we can talk, talk about, about the Marfa tapes. But I, I really quickly. The Marfa tapes. Oh, okay. Well, then I highly recommend oh, wait, for you. Can I, can I finish? Real, just real yeah, 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 yeah. Tie it up, tie it up. Okay. If Alan Jackson, like with his whole sound, with everything, I appreciate it. You know, he's got it. He's got a specific style of sound. You know, I, I don't think he should have. I think he should have pushed the bounds a little bit. You know, I, I it, every song sound the same. But you know, it's whatever. If he, if if he would have came in, and and just really like every song was like, say Blue Ridge Mountain song level of songwriting, or like uh, Remember When level of songwriting. If every one of boxes. If He's every, the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's a Fleet Foxes song. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Alan Jackson has a song called Blue Ridge Mountains songs, uh, and I really like the song. But uh, oh, okay. If he would have brought, <laughs> if he would have brought that like level of songwriting, even though it's not Jason Isbell level, I would have been like, okay, yeah, he would. He like, he like, he like swung really well, and you know, I I don't appreciate the narrative. Like you know, it's very. Uh, it's kind of stuck up when when he said that I was expecting him to really just come in and like really show them how it's done, but nah, he, it's it's just not it's just it's it's good. It's just not great. If you're gonna if you're gonna make a statement like that, you gotta back it up, and he just yeah. didn't. Um, before we move on to the Marfa tapes, I've been wanting to say this for a while, but Jaden's been going off. This is gonna be real quick. Um, a good. The whole time I was listening to the Alan Jackson album, the the whole time I was listening, I was thinking, "Wow, I wish this was as good as um, 
Honky Tonk Time Machine by... Oh, that was an incredible album. That was incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. and, like, it's like... Like, George Strait just came in with a 13-track album full of bangers, and Alan Jackson didn't. Um, and at the time, at the time, when Honky Tonk Time Machine came in, it was a more fitting time, yeah, because yeah, neo-traditionalism yeah, yeah, yeah. was starting to gain some steam. So yeah. it just made a lot more sense, culturally. So, right. yeah, I think... Two. So, to summarize alan jackson legend of the genre no one's out here denying that he did a lot but with all due respect to you alan you're not saving country music with this album the the quality was high but too much of anything is gonna backfire and also just to because uh jaron you were asking about it i looked it up 14 of these songs were solo rights by Alan, and if it wasn't a solo wow. right, he didn't have any part in it. Oh. So, four, so two, exactly two-thirds of the track were solo rights, and the other third he didn't have any part in writing. So, so he could have just not cut the seven songs he didn't write. <laughs> yeah, but that means like you're stuck with like back. <laughs> Then we if we, so oh, here he, really quickly oh, the songs the songs he well yeah obviously he wrote back the songs obviously that were not back. solo rights and then we're gonna move on to the Marfa tapes look I told you I forgot I um forgot. the songs that were not solo rights uh, the older I get so late so soon which I actually really enjoyed um, things that matter wait what hold on wait wait so he wrote fourteen songs and said I need seven more and then didn't cut any of the then didn't. <laughs> He didn't, bruh. He he cut every single one of the fourteen ones he wrote. That's he could have just I'm made glad, that the I'm, album. I'm I'm glad I I didn't. I'm glad to know that he wrote fourteen songs himself. I probably would have had even higher expectations. But I just <laughs> I'm I'm just very I'm just very irreverent in general. I don't. Really yeah, I, I think the attitude Jack- going into Alan, the album wasn't great. Alan Jackson, you know, you've put out really great music. I respect like that you wrote most of the songs yourself, but man. You 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 just didn't you just you just didn't bring it you just didn't do it. I think that's a bit of a like this whole segment where we all kind of we were all kind of on the same page is almost a bit of a, a hot take. But I feel like a lot of people would agree with us. It's just you don't not many people want to want to speak up against someone like Alan Jackson. So I actually yeah. like respect I you. you. <laughs> I respect you breaking that barrier because a lot of people wouldn't have the balls to say that. So we have not much time left. If anything, we're gonna go like over over time we don't um let's talk about the marfa tapes so the marfa tapes uh miranda lambert john randall and um jack ingram Mm -hmm. jaded actually uh you Um, would love this because it's literally just the three of them singing around Um, a campfire yeah i was super it's it's the recorded live these are like there's no production yeah it's all live um well we'll likely listen to this right after this yeah, okay, so I would like to... I was super excited for this because I never really got into Miranda until her most recent album, uh, Wild Card. Wild Card. And I yeah. loved Wild Card. And so when I heard that this was happening, because I love acoustic music, when I heard that this was happening and I heard the first single, uh, In His Arms, I was like, I'm going to love this and there's no way I'm not going to love it. And then they released another... The second single... Yeah, and what was, was the other single? It, I forget it, well, what the, the next single was the acoustic version of Tin Man. Mm, yeah. And it was, I mean, if you don't know the song Tin Man by Miranda Lambert, listen to it because it's honestly an amazing song. I think it might have won Grammys and 
or it won. A, I know it won awards. It's a very good song. Um, very well written. And uh, 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 Waxahachie is a standout. I'm wait. I'm scared. yeah. Sorry. A lot of people like Waxahachie and um yeah it's, but, it's it, but tequila sure. does is also on here off of the wild card album it's the same song it's just acoustic which yeah, do you so prefer very good which do you huh? prefer i have to ask what do you like the studio tequila does or acoustic um i probably do prefer the studio version of tequila does and that's mostly just because of like it really gives you that that the vibe like the tequila does vibe you know but yeah Singing it, or if I was there around the campfire, I would probably really, really enjoy it. You know, I mean, personally, um, like I don't. There was the one. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Oh no, I threw my phone across the room from the Oilers thing. One, one second. Wait, okay, so well, he's doing that. Um, the Amarite or Amarillo was another single. Mm, Amarite or Amarillo was a good one. Yes, that one was good, and Ghost is good too. I love ghost i'm actually gonna play that right now while i talk it's uh um, okay uh i i've got my it, phone it's really good it's like chill it's peaceful it's beautiful if There's you want to like vibe out yes yeah. if you want to just be calm so what i was gonna say is what tequila does obviously yeah. studio version very very smooth like very well done but and i'm contradicting myself because I'm like 99.99% sure. For some reason, I have a sliver of a doubt. And Jaded will know this. Condemned was the one where he starts, Zach Bryan starts laughing with his friends, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's so, laughing in like all these the, tracks. Yeah, but like Condemned is the one where he like literally stops in the last chorus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. His, uh, his friend like came up came up while I was singing and like they were trying to sing on top of each other. And he was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like listening through... I didn't, that, that part kind of annoyed me because I thought on a song like Condemned, I just didn't well, want to hear the laughing. Whereas okay. on Tequila. I want to defend, defend the Condemned, not just because I'm, I'm a massive Zach Bryan fan. But the thing is, like, that whole that whole record was, like, super, like, rough. and like, Oh, yeah. All, and, of it, all of it was entirely acoustic. And the thing is... Like with well, do you see the setup for it? It's like a mattress on a yeah, wall. Yeah, so it's mattresses in a Airbnb yeah. room, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I think that wall. goes with the whole theme. And like, if you don't want to listen to Condemned like that, you can just go listen to like the three videos that he did with just him and his gar- guitar singing Condemned because mm-hmm. that's all the album is. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade on the album. Like, I think. Um, I think Deanne was like an incredibly solid album it's just that was one part that kind of annoyed me just because condemned was one of those songs i kind of wanted to listen to to straight through but with uh, tequila does i almost like when they start laughing off and they have to like bring each other back on track because it's just like oh, yeah it's, it's a groovy song and it's got that funny not funny but i don't know it's got that feeling that i almost think the laughing and the the pauses and well, that, having to regather brought it back song. yeah it's just so a fun time it, it, for that reason, like I, I almost, I'm almost inclined to say I prefer the Marfa tapes version. I'm not sure on it. I'm not gonna set that in stone. Um, but like, it, it's close. It's close for me. Yeah, my piece on that is that I love the Marfa tape version, but I had the studio version from Wildcard on repeat for like months mm-hmm. of back in the fall, and I just love it. I still listen to it all the time. So, oh, yeah. I just, I just love how it sounds. But 
my favorite when you were talking about how you love like the kind of like the camaraderie the laughing in tequila does i like it a lot in uh in geraldine yeah like, when she's like geraldine's not my favorite song, geraldine but yeah when when she's doing the geraldine oh that's funny but homegrown tomatoes i actually low-key love that song yeah that's a good one um let me pull up the track list i need to by the way uh the only way to like you can listen to the you can stream it on spotify and all that other stuff but if you want a physical copy it's only on vinyl so ah. no cds i think Just the uh for the people that don't know that the standouts for me were tequila does um walks a hatchie am i right or amarillo and either homegrown or tomatoes homegrown tomatoes or in his arms i think those are the ones that stuck with i love in his arms very I've, I've, I've been listening to that nonstop since it came out very solid ghost I, is just so beautiful mm, that's true ghost is, oh it's it's such a like just the just the now you're just a ghost yeah it, is the oh, oh it's so beautiful. It is. <laughs> the whole album like it it is when half when half the album jaded, is, you gotta is the favorites right. you're gonna love it jaded when half the album is your favorites it means something and I, yeah. I, we're, we're coming up on halfway through the year. I would not be surprised if the Marfa tapes makes an entrance somewhere in my year end best albums video. I didn't do like a review of it just cause like, I wasn't sure. Like, cause it's not like a, a formal it's, album. It wasn't a big, big album. No, like it was just, album. yeah. It's so just I loved it. And normally like I only review things. Uh, if, unless it's a big name when you get something like Kanan Smith that's not a huge name but I reviewed it because it's like there's something here that I want to talk about and there definitely sure. is that with the Marfa tapes but I didn't end up doing it A because there was also a lot of albums coming out at the time and B because I wasn't like sure like is this an album do I review it like an album because obviously there are like covers of her previous songs and stuff but Marfa tapes if you haven't listened to it Jaded you'll love it if your name is not Jaded you'll still love it if you love anything acoustic it's perfect for you, and with this that, is, I will say this isn't for everyone. It's no, like it's Zach not. Bryan. If you if you like that, it's, it's, Zach, strip it's back kind of like Zach Bryan in the sense where it's like, this is just kind of like a they played it, they'd written it, they practiced it, and they played it together live. You can hear crickets in some of the songs. You can hear people laughing in the background and talking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so with yeah, that, like that, I think we're gonna close off this episode. I thought this was an incredible episode. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, there's a lot, a lot to, <laughs> to die. A lot happened in this episode. A lot happened. Jaded, you're going to have a fun time trying to edit this one. Canada was condemned. But... Bones were thrown. Jaded crucified Alan Jackson. <laughs> and I think uh... we may have gone a little harsh on Alan, but at the same time, we didn't. I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Alan came with a lot you're... of attitude. That's all I'll say. If you're, if you're an Alan Jackson fan and, you know, you're mad at me for uh, everything I said, die bad. <laughs> what? What did you just say? Die mad. Die mad. Oh, Die mad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bro, you you came so close. It was so bass heavy. I couldn't even make it what you said. Yeah. All I heard was bass. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, That's if you made it through, thank you. Uh, let us know what you thought. Whether you're watching. Shout out this to on... my boy Brett for listening to the first episode and actually enjoying it because he doesn't like country music. He just enjoyed our conversation. Brett, you're incredible. One of my good friends is named Brett too. Uh, if, anyone, if anyone wants to argue with me, I love arguing. Just just comment down below. <laughs> yeah, so this will be on. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hello from YouTube. Comment your thoughts on all these things. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or whatever, because like you know, 
we're on do, Spotify. Do we like, do, yeah. do we have Google Podcast yet? <laughs> I don't know, but I like lads. That's pretty certified. Spotify and Apple. That's uh, that's pretty good. Wait, let me check. This is, a, this, is a, this is a live test. Live test. Yeah, I haven't checked in a few days. I know we got on Apple and Spotify. Overshore podcast. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to rename that. <laughs> and maybe update still... the image. Although I really like the yep, deep we purple. Got it. Hey, got it. Google go. Podcast gang, what's up? So wherever you're yeah. listening, wherever you're listening to this, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm subscribed on Apple. Wherever so you're, when are we update, when are we updating the name? Uh, probably after New Music Friday comes out, just to make sure there's okay, no like okay. awesome modifications. Because if someone drops mm-hmm. something, like, because I, I said I don't, I'm not taking new names, but if you have a modification to Waves on the Shore, if we see one that we're like, sure. holy frick, that's good. But day after New Music Friday, and I mean it depends when this comes out as well. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this on streaming services. You can also comment on the YouTube video your thoughts on this. I think we're gonna go with like a week after the a week after it goes up on streaming. We're gonna put it up yeah. on a uh, YouTube so that you know, kind of get you listening on the streaming because it's much more convenient. Um, so if you're listening to this on streaming like the day it came out, sorry, you won't be able to comment your thoughts for a bit. But that that's the rundown. That's the goal. It, the first episode was a little all over the place. But it's the first episode. I mean, this is only the second. We're still trying to figure things out. But uh, you guys seem to enjoy it. I got I got a good amount of positive feedback on it. So yeah, uh, I did too. Hey, if you, we have a lot of we have a lot of plans for this podcast. So, we do, we know, do. So, so stay tuned. Know, yeah. So like and subscribe if you if you if you really want to see where this goes and you've been enjoying it. So yeah, we're gonna close it off. Until next time, have a great day. I love you. <laughs>